And so adenosine triphosphate. I do right remember here. what it is. Yeah, I, I, I can still see those those <laughs> like the Krebs cycle and right. stuff. I had those how plastered many, how on many, my ceiling. How many ATP are generated through a Krebs don't, cycle? Don't ask me questions. Thirty six. Like, why do you know that still? Is it thirty? I think it's thirty six. We'll look it up. We'll <laughs> or thirty eight. Thirty six or thirty eight. Anyways, <laughs> the Full Depth Podcast is brought to you by VersaLifts. Depth matters. Visit vlifts.com and enter promo code FULLDEPTH for 10% off your next order. What's going on, guys? It's Tyler Ray here, the host of the Full Depth Podcast, joined with, as always, by handsome Ms. Ike on the Ms. Ike. Uh, coming to you from Sweat Fitness and Performance here in Tecumseh and our holiday festive backdrop today. Now, be honest with us, guys. Does this look like it was decorated by two guys or a full-on interior decorating crew? Because if you ask me... How much do you think we spent on it? <laughs> couple grand. Yeah, at least a couple grand. No. Zero. No. We did this. It's, uh, you know, it got to be a little bit festive, and I think the members appreciate it. I can't believe how quickly we did this, mm-hmm. and it looks like we we took two, three hours. Yeah. It was like, well, didn't it take two or three it took hours? <laughs> I was going to say, it kind of took like two or three hours. Um, first off, guys, before we get into today's episode is... A big thank you to everybody that has subscribed, supported, watched, viewed the podcast in the past. Um, we are still chugging along, and we are over a year, actually well over a year now. I can't believe Of it. the podcast, and really coming into our own stride, so we mm-hmm. appreciate that. Um, a couple of the last podcasts doing very well. We had discussed uh, the Invitational in the yep. last episode. We've been on a hiatus <laughs> for a couple yep. weeks here. We've been busy. New expansion in sweat um, over the last uh, few weeks has really uh, helped out, obviously, the flow in here, mm-hmm. and what a cool look. But, obviously, we apologize for not dropping you guys an episode sooner. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, click subscribe, guys. Hang on here on YouTube. Check us out from week to week, as well as Instagram at the full depth, Facebook.com slash uh, uh Not podcast, but just the full depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and check us out, and we will continue to bring you guys episodes. Today, we are talking about the top five in our opinion mm-hmm. let's preface this with pretty much everything we talk about on this podcast guys don't get your <laughs> panties in a bunch when yeah. we talk about stuff because you guys get a little upset on the comments we, yeah we've seen them we love the comments and i love the dialogue and you'll notice that even if you are one of the inv- individuals that has left a quote-unquote hater comment or a very strong opinion comment i will uh right back to you because we do appreciate i mean you've still taken the time to we at least pr- watch we part prefer of the hater comments because it helps us grow as humans and individuals with our um be constructive guys yeah. like we had emotions too uh, but, you know, the Invitational one was great. We loved the Invitational. It was fun to watch as well. And congratulations uh, again to Team Pacific for the win. And Team Canada, silver medal. Oh. What up? Kind of called it. No big deal. Just saying. The steroid uh, episode that was most recently done a few weeks ago is is doing great and um, obviously being viewed by you guys. We appreciate Everybody that. Everybody loves when it comes to, like, controversy controversy and talking about steroids and PEDs. Yeah. People just love that. So thanks for, uh, for tuning in on that one because yeah. it was... That was a good one. It's uh, it's still climbing, so we appreciate that. So on the the note of steroids and performance-enhancing drugs, we decided that uh, you know this is a, a good time to introduce the concept of supplementation, what may or may not work from our experience. Yeah. And um, so you know, if you're looking for a science lesson, this is not going to be a science lesson. I mean, we'll give you a little bit of our, our uh, general understanding of the supplementation, but bottom line is, I've used a ton of supplements. Mm-hmm. I know you've used a mm-hmm. handful of supplements mm-hmm. over the years. Um, 
quick little recap. I competed for uh, many years as a, um, a higher level track and field athlete and a professional dunker for a while. So you so had to watch on, on what supplements you took because some yeah. some have banned substances that aren't aren't um exactly. In, um, inter-university sport within Canada is governed, yeah. and they do random testing throughout yeah. the year. So I mean, you have to be careful. Su- some supplements will say things are safe, but bottom line is there's only a handful of products out there that are actually uh, tested and verified. So um, we're going to show you a couple products today, but talk about you know kind of the, some of the ones we've used in the past and maybe speculate on how they could help you in that functional fitness world. Right. Let's start with the big number one, which is protein. The big P. The big P. Now. We understand that protein, again, is is for muscle repair, muscle retention, and understanding that the word supplement truly means supplementing, um, first and foremost, a healthy diet, or at least a, um, a solid diet and nutrition. Mm-hmm. The, you can't out-supplement a bad diet, mm-hmm. first and foremost, right? So for me, like protein is something that I've used since, actually, probably since my first year university, um, when I was in high school, which was a handful of years ago now. Okay. Um, it wasn't one of those things that, I mean, I had tried protein, but they tasted awful, awful. when they, they first yeah. rolled around, right? Tasted like, oh, that's protein powder. It was like gritty and like sand in your mouth. You couldn't even. And then when you're like 17 years old, you don't really have the option on the fly to like blend it up with some nice frozen no. fruit or some, you know, peanut butter. Like it, it's basically you threw a scoop of that in water and it didn't mix. No, it wouldn't dissolve. So you just like down it as quick as you can and like just make the nastiest face when you're drinking it. Right. And you like the tiny little like dry fucking things just explode in your mouth and face. It's just awful. So they've come a long way, obviously, with the ability, uh, the dissolving uh, capabilities of that. Not only that, but like, like they would bloat me so much. You get those shits. Hey, like it's just gurgling in my stomach and like just expansion of my gut. So like They've made them quite nice now where you can actually, like, get them, like, lactose-free or whatever it is. So, exactly. And kind um, of finding out what works for yeah. you, right? Yeah. Um, do you currently take a protein supplement? So, I, I will be completely honest. I will take a protein supplement maybe, like, once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm that big proponent of, like, get, your, get all of your nutrients and nutrition from your eating. Yes. Right. So if you're eating adequate protein, you don't need it. Um, the only time I will take it is if I've been fasting um, all day. So if I'm working out um, after being fast for like 16 hours, I will take a protein with a carb in there. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I know that I'm coaching right after my workout, I'll be taking a, a protein supplement. Otherwise, if I'm if I know I'm going to go eat um, an hour after I'm done working out, right. I'm going to go eat. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's a different types of protein too, yeah. right? I think that's to be understood is that, um, so for instance, so this is from our friends at Infinite Nutrition. This is a local uh, company. This is raw, so it's it's strictly just um, the isolate protein, the New Zealand way, mm-hmm. I believe. So this is there's nothing other than protein for the most part in this supplement. So th- I mean, there are proteins that are also composed that have a, ha- a higher sugar content mm-hmm. with like carbohydrate load in there as well, which could be good for post workout. I think for me, like protein. I enjoy the convenience factor of mm-hmm. protein. If you're in a rush, if you are um, between gigs, you know, going to work, going to the workout, having that at your disposal, I think works for yeah. those works for those instances. You don't want to be that guy that takes out like a Tupperware of chicken in your meeting at like 11 a.m. Yeah, just grab a protein that's, shake. That's just not my role. Don't be that guy. I'm not that. No, role. nobody likes that guy. The, the Tupperware man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, protein. I think for anybody, for any athlete that's serious, right? And you gotta, we gotta quantify too, like what level of athlete we're speaking to. I think this is generic, like recreational um, fitnesser, a recreational fitnesser. 
um, a, a protein supplement is something that I would uh, recommend for my athletes and just mm-hmm. someone who is active on mm-hmm. a regular basis. I think um, protein supplementation is crucial for women. So whether you're a woman athlete or even just like a general fitness uh, woman that just wants to get in shape and, yeah. and build some muscle. I find a lot of um, our members here that are women don't have a lot of uh, um, don't have a big appetite for, for chicken and steak and, and pork chops, right? So I always recommend them taking in at least one to two supplementations of a protein drink. 20 grams per drink, um, whether it's in the morning, in the evening, or after workout, or or, 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 or try to supplement what you can't you can't consume, right? Because, yeah. I mean, how much chicken can you really eat? I personally can't eat a lot of chicken. No, I, I can eat a lot of beef, yeah. which you're like, don't eat a ton of beef. But like, I love beef, but chicken, I get a I get a tummy ache after mm-hmm. a while of too mm-hmm. much chicken. We had a nice chicken for lunch today. It was delicious. Thank you, Kelly Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Cal. Thank that's you. My, that's my wife. She hooked us up with some. It's uh, my best friend's wife. Chicken, <laughs> chicken, chicken uh, bacon pasta yeah. uh, conglomeration. Yeah. It was delicious. Thank you very much for that. So that being said, good amount of protein at lunch. Yeah, you know, through well, actual food. Yeah, you know, if if we're gonna, and I think you you would agree on this that, um, uh, we say like a gram per pound of body weight. Yeah, somewhere in, in around yeah. a gram, even if it's like three quarters to to a full yeah. gram. So uh, like I weigh like 250 pounds. I don't yeah, know if you can tell on camera. I don't know if you can tell on camera. Which makes me around 350. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like and I'm benching like 300 pounds. So it's kind of <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah. So so me like I'm, I weigh 160. Like so if I've taken 160 grams of protein, it's I mean I do a lot of intermittent fasting. So for me it's a little bit difficult to get in to get in a lot of that protein in through meals, especially when I'm going to eat two or three times a day. So that's when the protein kicks in and, and kind of helps me with that. Yeah. Perfect. Protein. Yeah. Check. Definitely protein. I would say if you're going to start somewhere, like obviously, yeah. But people talk like we're we're not going to get into like multivitamin stuff to be honest, because that's uh, your own decision. I'm and I've I think taken with multivitamins. I think with the multivitamin, what I always recommend is get some blood work from your doctor, yeah. see what you're deficient in, then grab your multivitamin because you may not need. Yeah, you may just be peeing it all out anyway. I remember I remember Dr. Keno from uh, mm-hmm. the University of Windsor. I certainly do. He would. Who doesn't, right? Um, shout out to Dr. Keno if he's if he's watching. No, he would always say, um, you're you're just like you're just buying expensive urine. Yeah, with the multivitamin, like, yeah. and it's like fluorescent it's like yellow, radioactive. Yeah, <laughs> it's super radioactive. Yeah. I remember that in high school. Like, I took a, I don't know what it was. I took a vitamin B supplement for just shits and gigs. Someone's like, "Hey, this is really good for you," and you're mm-hmm. 16 years old. You're like, "Awesome," and then I went pee, and I was fucking freaking out. How, was like, how scared were you? I was you? like, "Why is my pee glowing in the dark?" I remember. <laughs> this is a side note. I remember um, eating a shit ton of um, beets. Yes, and then taking blood red. And and I'm like, oh my god! (laughs) But then I realized, oh, I ate beets last night. It's way more bloody than normal. (laughs) It's like, what's wrong? Beets me. (laughs) Dad joke. (laughs) Dominated. Okay, number two. BCAAs. BCAAs. Bobby Charles Allen. Bobby Charles Allen. uh, uh, And Anton. (laughs) The Bobby Charles Allen Academy. No, uh, branch chain amino acids. This one, and again, this is our humble opinion nothing about me is humble most often but branched chain amino acids to me is like just a, a good way to give away some of your money yeah and drinking like tasty water yes realistically i think like if you again if you're supplementing your diet mm-hmm. appropriately through food nutrition and taking a protein supplement then that kind of broken down elements of protein maybe not be something that mm-hmm. you necessarily need i think branched chain amino acids work really well with someone with a maybe a protein deficient diet yeah and i've if I'm not uh, mistaken, I know a lot of the studies that were done mm-hmm. uh, with branch chains were done on people with protein deficient right. diets. So like that BCA, so so BCAAs essentially what they do is they um, they prevent the breakdown of muscle tissue during your workout. So people say, oh, if I'm doing fasted cardio or fasted workouts, 
taking my BCAAs. It'll it'll prevent muscle breakdown, which right. kind of has some benefit to that. Um, but I always say, if you're getting adequate protein into your diet, right. you won't need it because you know. And, p- and people kind of think of the acute effect of, of of the breakdown of the muscle when, in fact, is if so. If you're eating BCA, if you're drinking BCAAs during your fasted cardio, but then your overall consumption of protein and or calories isn't high enough, you're still not going to build muscle. Like you may prevent additional breakdown as much current as, muscle of, of, tissue. right uh but you're certainly not going to gain muscle just from drinking bcaa's right. it's just and i mean companies do a really good job of marketing in yeah. such a way that it's like if you don't have these bcaa's you're you're basically just wasting your time right like it's, it's a muscle gain and and um excess lean muscle mass and all these great mm-hmm. you know taglines that's one thing to be cautious about guys is like if you see a label on a supplement um container that is extremely visual mm-hmm. you got to imagine like how much money goes into producing the actual marketing um, on the on the actual container itself, mm-hmm. right? Where is this company allocating its funds to? Yeah, right. A lot of it toward toward marketing. So, um, I worked a, a short stint with uh, GNC, and a, as a result, kind of had a little bit more insight into the mm-hmm. actual world of of um, supplement companies. Right. So, I don't recommend. You know, I'm not promoting. But do you, do you, I'm ta- just saying I do you take a BCAA point. or no? I have. I, you know, I've taken BCAAs as a component in like a blend. Yeah. Um, Infinite makes a really good blend. Um, Excite, it's called. Mm-hmm. And there's a branched chain amino acid complex in there, but there's also like some additional carbohydrates and, and glucose for um, sustaining longer duration workouts. So it's nice to sip on just, I think, more or less for the sugar so, content. So it's funny because like um, if I recall my physiology classes in university – um, and Dr. Kenna would always say how if you want to prevent muscle breakdown, it's either 10 to 15 grams of a protein or BCAA, or also glucose also does that in preventing muscle breakdown. Yeah. So as long as you're getting in an adequate amount of, of sugar and or BCAAs or a combination of the both or adequate calories into your diet, you're, right. you're going to prevent muscle breakdown. Um, I think the bodybuilder bro science kind of trickle down into the mainstream fitness where now you have like 45 year old moms saying, Oh, I'm going to start working out, you know? And, and so I went to the store and I bought BCAAs. I bought this protein. I bought the, and it's like, man, like you don't need that shit. Yeah. Like, I, like I don't even drink that stuff. And like, like you're 45 years old with an extra layer of 50 pounds on you. And like you're, all you care about is BCAAs. Yeah. Like that's the least of your worries. Yeah. So, so just know what you're, first of all, know what you're training for. Right. I think it's like, what are the desired goals and outcomes yeah. you're looking for? If you're a high-level competitive yeah. athlete, then your needs and uh, for a supplement are going to be different than if you're a forty-year-old mom that's yeah. going to go to the gym. And, for and the so, first like, time. if you need that one percent extra in in whatever in muscle mass, yeah, that's going to make or break your your results, right? Yeah. Like, if you're a, a physique competitor that needs it, yeah, I'm, I'm sure like that one percent extra gain in lean muscle over a course of one year right. will probably make or break you winning or not. Mm-hmm. Um, for me. Like if, if I'm gonna be personal about that, um, that one percent gain in muscle mass, like, do I care if I'm one percent more muscular? Like, what's one percent right. on? Right. It's like an extra pound of I don't know, but that's my that's my take. So, this company sent us um, Blonix Biosciences sent us a box, and thank you Blonix for this. This we appreciate it. Some products to try out. And I'm one of those guys that I'm wary when it comes because mm-hmm. I'm approached a lot, especially with my other business with um, my jump training uh, business, approached a lot to advertise for mm-hmm. people, right? So this company sent us three products and we're talking about BCAAs, but this HMB product from, from Blonix is, um, 
and again, we're, we're reading it and learning more about it as we go. But the idea behind it is it's a similar effect to that of a branched chain amino acid, but uh, more effective. Um, it's uh, the catabolic uh, yeah. benefits. So I, I think the idea behind the HMB is that it's a um, broken down element of leucine. Right. And that in turn helps with um, degradate, like uh, mitigating the degradation sure. of muscle tissue sure. breakdown and also... Um, yeah, kind of so, the overall muscle well, benefits. A lot of the research on HMB that's been kind of that, that I've read up on in the last uh, several months was that it actually it's better than a BCAA. So if you're going to take something, yeah. the HMB actually um, prevents muscle breakdown, but it can also aid in uh, muscle building because uh, the leucine is such a powerful component. So so in the BCAAs, it's it's uh, leucine, isoleucine, and valine, right? Mm -hmm. The leucine component is the is the main kind of star of of the BCAAs. So yeah, so some some people just supplement in a leucine supplementation because it helps in in uh, muscle synthesis, but also if the HMB is more of like a, a raw kind of metabolite of leucine, yeah. which kind of helps just a little bit better right. when, when it comes to yeah. purer, right? Yeah, yes. So that is the HMB that we were sent. So this, and here's what I'm going to do is that they've sent a few products, and we'll get into a few more. Is yeah. that I want to and Mike wants to try these products, and we'll review them for you guys and then we'll mm -hmm. post another kind of part two to this where you guys can check out um, our thoughts and opinions on this product. Yeah, so I haven't tried it yet. I hope that it'll uh, it'll do wonders for me because yeah. I need some I need some gains, guys. I'm, I'm about a week and a half into their creatine. So they I have an HMB plus creatine, which is cool. Like I've never seen this before. So I've taken tons of different types of creatine, um, especially when I was dunking for the many years being an explosive movement, like the creatine for me, I took creatine uh, monohydrate, or not monohydrate, creatine um, hydrochloride sure. for a long time. I've taken the monohydrate, but for me, like I had, the issue I had with monohydrate was bloating. I felt bloated and, and kind of puffy because um, the water is required to, to transfer, um, transmit the creatine across the cell membrane, right? So I think that the monohydrate for me in the past is something I steered clear of because I didn't want the excess weight or water weight because it affected my ability to I remember jump as well. uh, this is going back like five years ago I, I, I was on a pretty heavy dose of, of the creatine mon um, monohydrate monohydrate and uh, it uh, I, I just remember like feeling puffy and like yeah, I was getting big but it wasn't like a like a Good cut big. big it was like a like a puffy bloated big and yeah. like all my shirts were getting tight on me and I'm like I already have like insecurities. Like it was that power, it was the power lifter big. Yeah, and I'm just like this is like I was felt so uncomfortable. Like my shirts were tight and like yeah, you feel strong, but yeah, I don't so, know. So whatever it's for. So I I've been trying this out because again my workouts um, center around a lot of um, power output. Yeah. So I'm going to find a way to quantify this. I think it will be based on I'm going to use just my uh, one rep max maybe deadlift and just kind of compare that initial like pull power and and see. Um, I'm not going to change my training. I think that's important too. Like mm -hmm. that if you're going to try something, like don't change something else with it. Just introduce mm -hmm. a new uh, factor and see if that mm -hmm. in turn affects that. So mm -hmm. um, prior to using this, um, my one rep max pull uh, is was 455. So we'll see what a month worth of this creatine plus HMB does. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so creatine, so people sort of are, so... I find that there's there's quite the placebo effects. I remember when I first took it in the beginning, um, going back five years ago, I couldn't tell if I was strong because 
I was taking the creatine or if I just felt like I had this like this like superpower behind me helping me, right? So right. I wasn't sure like what psychological component was yeah. um yeah. was working. The yeah, the psychology behind it, right? And that's a huge thing as well. Yeah. I'll take a quick break and come right back to you guys. All right, we're back. Thank you. Sh short break. So we were discussing the placebo effect of... You had to go poo again, didn't you? <laughs> it's always, why is it when we have a break, I always have to go poo? It's like, you have IBS? Like, what's wrong with you? Poor guy. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, so uh, I was saying uh, before the break is... Um, what was I saying? You yeah, saying yeah, so, yeah so, so, so I wasn't sure if it was a placebo effect where I felt strong because I had this like psych psychological component to it or if I, if I was actually getting strong Legitimately with it, stronger right? based off of And it. then so like I just I, – I took my training a little more seriously. So I was like, okay, well, I got to train now because I'm on creatine, so I want to see if I can get some gains. So it was like a good four weeks of me like going hard and yeah. just felt puffy and bloated and, yeah. and, and I was eating whatever. So it was, it was a combination of everything that was sort of – So, Mike, you're, you're a little bit better at explaining creatine than I am. Okay. And I'm not going to lie to you guys like – the the world of the physiology world based on off of like supplementation and nutrition like that's not my well area. and it's always evolving right like right. like what we learned 15 years ago in university mm -hmm. is constantly being challenged with new research of and course, new research right and course. so like, like there are people that actually study this and, and spend their whole life with <coughs> PhD studying this stuff right yeah. but as I recall so what creatine um, functions as is um, everybody knows ATP and if you don't it's it's like the molecule that helps energy production it's energy and also, so adenosine triphosphate I do right remember here. what it is. Yeah, I, I, I can still see those those <laughs> like the Krebs cycle and right. stuff. I had those how plastered many, on many, my ceiling. How many ATP are generated through a Krebs don't, cycle? Don't ask me questions. Thirty six. Like, why do you know that still? Is it thirty? I think it's thirty six. We'll look it up. We'll <laughs> or thirty eight. Thirty six or thirty eight. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So so what creatine does is so so we all have creatine phosphate into our muscle cells, and that just helps regenerate more energy or more ATP um, a little bit quicker. So what happens in short burst duration movements? So like five seconds so so think like a football player like like the first initial yeah first step it's basically that initial power that, output that power output right so so we all have uh, a, a finite amount of of um, creatine into our muscle cells just from the foods we eat and naturally that it gets depleted very very quickly so then like your power output can last for five seconds but then if you don't have enough creatine into your muscle cells you won't generate that power as quickly as you could. So by supplementing with a creatine, uh, uh, you store more creatine phosphate into your muscle cell, um, which then you have enough creatine phosphate to um, help resynthesize energy at a, at a more rapid rate, which helps you create more short burst durations of, of, of movement. Nice. Um, was that the more you know? Was that was that clear? That was good. That was, was clear. That, was that clear like water? It was clear like water. And um, if you guys are still uh, confused about it, Google it. Google. Google it. I just read it off of Google right now. <laughs> I don't know if but I, I think what I like about the fact, I again, like I don't, I haven't felt necessarily dramatic effects yet. It's right. been like a week and a half. But like the HMB is in this creatine as well. So along with the the um, benefits to power output and and um, muscle gain and all that stuff is that you have the HMB which allows for uh, muscle repair and, and all that good yeah. stuff. That comes you know, and, and like well. at the same time, it's like like sometimes supplements work in a benefit. So like even if they don't work, um, the whole psychological component is huge because like, so if I'm going to take all these supplements, well, why am I going to eat pizza on the weekend? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm, I might, I, I might, might sprinkle it on my pizza. <laughs> um, so, so, so I, I think, I think when you, when you sort of dial your focus into, okay, I'm going to take this, these supplements, I'm going to get this cool training regime. 
now I'm going to eat a little bit better. So I think like the gains just happen from an overall psychological benefit. Not mm -hmm. say that these supplements won't work, um, and I'm, I'm going to test them out for sure. But I, yeah. I think um, people like structure and people like knowing that they're on some type of routine because it just gets them focused more on yeah. on what they need to do. So I completely agree. I I think that the the placebo element is it plays a bigger role than we think. Yeah, for sure. I so. mean, like like I'll, I'll like I'll put like a new shirt on and I feel like I'm stronger. Like a million bucks. So it'll gel the hair just right. One million dollars. So quick story like my my biggest um supplement is getting a haircut your biggest supplement yeah when i get a haircut i'm like i can pull at least another extra 50 pounds on my deadlift it's <laughs> a dramatic increase <laughs> or you just shave your head <laughs> no you pull like and it, it's like negative 50 is it like the correlation is between the amount of hair cut off right. or the style the style i'm going to show that on a graph the, for the a higher <laughs> the higher the fade yeah the higher the number there you go that's fair enough okay next one beta alanine this is, for those of you that don't quite know right away, this is what you take that gives you itchy face or tingly face. If you've taken a supplement before, might even just be a pre-workout. So I was familiar with beta-alanine as being part of a proprietary blend in mm -hmm. most pre-workouts. I used to take NO Explode from BSN. Remember C4? I, I used to C4. C4. Um, so NO Explode was my go-to when I was uh, when I dunked because I loved, first of all, it's like packed full of caffeine and B vitamin and all this stuff, so I was amped out of my mm -hmm. mind. But the beta-alanine, I love the, the kind of tingly face like where it's like everything feels tight yeah I'm like it's working so so beta alanine <laughs> for me is actually the one of the things that work the best for me in terms of um kind of power output anti-fatigue um just sort of like getting me through the workouts a lot quicker and just a lot more amped up throughout mm -hmm. the whole hour as right. opposed to like petering off petering off petering who's <laughs> this peter guy Peter. Was <laughs> petering off <laughs> anyway stop petering <laughs> off um yeah so like, like I, I could just last longer that's what she said Anyway, uh, so funny enough, Blonix also has a beta-alanine product. It's pure. And this is what I understand about the Blonix Biosciences is that these are just the ingredients mm -hmm. and nothing more. It's like tested at least 10 times over. Like uh, I love the backing to it and the message. That's why I'm going to give these ones a go, mm -hmm. personally. Because yeah. all the other ones that are like flashy shit and like... Yeah. And so uh, what's cool about, yeah, that. so what's cool about beta alanine, so have you taken beta alanine yet? I have, I've taken, so what I will do is I actually mix it in with um, a little bit of, uh, actually, funny enough, some BCAs that I have up there, and mm. I would put the creatine and the beta alanine in as almost like a, a little concoction. A little concoction, so. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's supposed to buffer out the lactic acid, so it's supposed to help kind of flush it out a little bit quicker, which helps you produce a little bit more power that we don't fatigue as much. Yeah, so it's the Metcon, it's the it's the Metcon supplement, yeah. and this is where like this is heavily CrossFit influenced, which I love. So the beta alanine for that kind of one to four to five minute window of of uh, high output Metcon. Mm -hmm. So I've that is one thing that already being back on beta alanine that I do feel different already. Right. Um, I've done some um, harder workouts recently a lot. I've been on the bike like way more than normal. Mm -hmm. And the workout I did the other day with the 10 to one of Cal's on the assault bike, um, sled lengths and toto bar. Mm -hmm. It was hard, but I, f but I didn't stop. I just kept moving. Right. So I, I had been taking it for a few days. So whether that I would have not well, stopped regardless. And I, I, I will make mention that, You've been drinking a ton more water lately. Yes. And I think that is the most overlooked thing when it comes to um, training. And, and I, I mean, like, like, is that a supplement? I don't know. Like, we can call it the top five things for CrossFit. But, like, I think people are, are, are underhydrated. And uh, I think that plays a big role in your whole um, stamina, your, your, your strength, your, 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 just like how, like how your joints feel. Exactly. No, I, I completely agree. So, so, so I'm sure, like, that plus, like, it just, it aids in, in, in all the. So, 
you know, on the topic of placebo effect, maybe it also just kind of stimulates better habits. Yeah. Overall, right? Like I'm taking these supplements, better drink a ton of water so it doesn't poison my body somehow. Um, help flush the body out, right? Like for me, it's like I want to make sure I take a lot of water so that I keep, um, you know, all the organs cleansed, my digestion moving well. So you should try um, cayenne pepper, honey, organic organic cow's honey, turmeric, turmeric, <laughs> and sea hemp. salt and, and hemp. hemp and yoga. <laughs> and is it gluten free? It's gluten free. Well, there's only three glutens in it. <laughs> only three. Gluten. Only three glutens. Uh, the last one is fish oil. Or like or omegas. Omegas. This one is like again more general health and maintenance. It's mm -hmm. one thing that I try to take kind of consistently, just for the overall benefits yeah. to yeah. Like I don't organ think, I don't think you're really gonna feel like a, a dramatic benefit in your training. You better swimmer, think. I think. Fish oil makes you better yeah, at swimming. Yeah, better swimmer. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, like joint health is, is crucial for that. Yeah. It's a it's an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Um, the omega three, not the six. Right. So, so just you, the three. You want to have a three. And liquid, if you have the opportunity to, right? Yeah. is liquid, uh, from what I gather, <laughs> is take the liquid. Um, digestion, overall body composition, mm -hmm. things like that. Digestive health for me, like uh, help keeping things regular, right? Mm -hmm. That flow mm -hmm. and joint health. Um, I took fish oil like throughout my dunk career and I think it helped mitigate a lot of the effects on my joints, just kind of having that healthy, yeah. um, that healthy fat content in there as well. And then the one thing that, I thought was interesting was that it helps for guys, especially guys. Listen up. Testosterone levels helps to um, kind of regulate testosterone right. levels. Not like give you extra testosterone, but just help to m uh, maintain current levels and regulate things. Interesting. So, I, never, I never knew that. Yeah. So makes sense. Kind, of, it makes sense. kind of a cool thing to cause. Um, Fun fact, and this is like I highlighted it here so we'd, I'd remember it, but it doesn't have a uh, stimulant effect. However, it does help to increase brain activity. Yes. So it might have some sort of stimulant feel to it, I yeah. guess. Like you're probably more focused, just a little bit more kind of yeah. in, into it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe want to go swimming more. Yeah. With your friend Gil. Anyhow. Anyhow, that's five. So we had protein, BCAAs slash HMB, I guess if you want to mm -hmm. group those into the same category. Uh, creatine monohydrate specifically we discussed, and that's the one we have access to right now. I've taken many in the past. So like the creatine um, hydrochloride I took, yeah. much more of a concentrated dose, very small. I got, a, I had a really great effect from creatine monohydrate or hydrochloride. <laughs> and it, I didn't, I wasn't bloated from it, but I, in, in the defense of this creatine, I also don't feel bloated. Yeah. What are you doing What five milligrams a day or is it five it's twice a day? They have a loading phase built in, but like personally, like I, I don't really buy into that. Well, a lot of research showed that if you just um, take your five grams a day, you, there's no because you just keep taking it daily. Right? Yeah, yep. you won't need to preload it. Creatine, uh, beta alanine, uh, tingly, scratchy face, and omega three or fish oil, the swimming supplement. <laughs> So that's the five guys. I think if you're going to focus any of your energy, in our opinion, into any supplementation, it would be those five categories. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to walk into stores that sell supplements and get sold and end up walking out with way too much shit that you don't need. So um, do your research first and foremost. Again, a disclaimer, this is not like this is not a science lesson. We're not saying that we know the most about supplements because that's not the truth at all. We just wanted to share our experiences mm -hmm. with supplements, let you guys know that we're going to try these out from, from Blonix. Uh, thanks to our uh, family over at Infinite for um, always providing good products as well. Mm -hmm.
So we'll try out this. We'll let you guys know. In the meantime, like I mentioned before, click the subscribe button below. Check us out on all the social media platforms because we'd love to have you as part of the family. Yeah. Guys, that's it for today. Boom, from Sweat Fitness and Performance, your host, Tyler Ray. Handsome Mike on the mic. We'll get, uh, we'll get you get. We'll, get uh, uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Yeah.